Good morning, everyone, and welcome to your Thursday, June 8th edition of Good Morning Vale. We love getting to be here each and every morning to bring you so much information about things taking place in and around our community. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans, and we've got a great show in store for you for the next two hours of Good Morning Vale. Now, we've got some really fun national holidays to celebrate today, the first one being National Best Friends Day, the next one being National Oopsie Daisies Day, so if you're someone who likes to you know, account things to oopsie-daisies. Well, then today's a great day to do just that. And it is World Ocean Day, so maybe don't use any straws today and help save those turtles just a little bit extra. Now, like I said, we've got a great show in store for you for the next two hours of Good Morning Vale. Not only are we going to be giving advice to some retirees and maybe how you can better plan, or if you are already retired, some tips and tricks that you can do to make your retirement a little bit better. We're also going to talk with the U.S. Department of Health about a COVID-free summer and why this is something that everyone should strive to do this summer. We also have the All Points North Lodge team coming in to chat with us about some great things that they've got going on up there, as well as introducing you to a fabulous artist named Harper Grace. So you're going to want to stay tuned for the next two hours of Good Morning Vale. Now let's talk about some of the wonderful things taking place in and around our community that you can get out there and enjoy. The Betty Ford Alpine Gardens has a wonderful volunteer gardening experience taking place today. So if you want to get your hands a little bit dirty, you want to participate in the fun, well then this is a great way to do so and you can go to their website for some more information. It is kicking off first thing this morning and this is just a great way to show your involvement in our community but also since we had all of that rain yesterday, it is going to smell incredible in the garden. So make sure that you just check them out if maybe you don't have the time to go volunteer today. Now the Mountain Games, the GoPro Mountain Games have officially kicked off today. Day, and there are some great activities taking place. Our very own Kevin Shields is racing over at the Mintern Bike Park, and so you can go support Kevin in all of the fun that he's having over there in just a little bit. There are some other fun activities happening, like the Dock Dogs. So if you love those four-legged furry friends like I do, well, then this is the best activity for you to go check out, especially because it is the Pro Plan Dock Dogs Outdoor Big Air Competition. So these dogs are jumping as far out and as high as they possibly can. They put these crazy toys up on these like levers and then the dogs just jump for them. So if you want to see some impressive creatures, well then I would highly recommend that you check out the dog dogs. Now there's another really fun challenge that's taking place with the GoPro Mountain Games. And our river levels are quite high right now and especially with all that precipitation that we saw yesterday. And so they've got a rafting challenge taking place place on the Gore River today and you
you can go and see all of the wildness of this, especially because that water is moving at a very rapid rate and the water is quite cold. And so these are always really entertaining to check out. This is the Pacifico Gore Raft Challenge. So make sure that you go scope that out as well since you'll be able to see it from not only the covered bridge but also from the International Bridge and that way you can see all of the fun. Now if you're in Vail and you're looking for something to do a little bit later, maybe inside, maybe to give yourself a little bit of a relaxation period, well then the Vail Public Library has their tech studio happening later today and this is a great way to get out and experience some of those wonderful things that our libraries have. Whether you want to do virtual reality with the Oculus or you want to do some 3D printing or you want to practice on a green screen and maybe find your new love of doing something like the weather and then you can come here at TV8 and help us bring you those local weather forecasts. Also taking place tonight, the Shakedown Bar in Vail has a wonderful concert that you can go and enjoy. Now the doors open at 8 p.m. Music starts about 60 to 90 minutes after the doors open, but they've got a lot of wonderful artists and you can see them up on the screen that are playing there tonight. Now this is going to go from 8 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. So if you go enjoy the GoPro Mountain Games all day and then you're looking for something to continue the fun, well then the Shakedown Bar is the place to do so. Now we really quickly want to mention that since we did see so much precipitation yesterday, there was some standing water on those roads. There still is some standing water along that I-70 corridor, so just give yourself a little bit of extra travel time. That way you're staying nice and safe out there and you're keeping everyone else around you safe. We'd also like to mention that the bears are out right now. So if you are someone who lives in an area where the bears can make their way to your yard and maybe enjoy your delicious trash, well then just remember to fully lock those lids and keep the bears nice and safe only because it is really unhealthy for them to eat your trash. Now let's take a look at that local weather forecast for today. We saw quite a bit of precipitation yesterday. Now we're going to see a slight chance of rainfall throughout the course of today. 49 degrees around 8 a.m. A high of 69, 25% chance of rainfall. Partly cloudy skies with winds coming out of the west southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour. So if you are making your way out there to do anything today, just be prepared for the slight chance of precipitation and the slight breeze rolling through. 69 degrees is the high though, so it will feel a little bit warmer out there today than it did yesterday. Now as we take a look ahead into Vail by the hour, mostly sunny skies kicking us off first thing this morning. Partly cloudy skies starting into the early afternoon and that's going to remain throughout the rest of today. We will see that high take place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, chances of precipitation in Denver, pretty high still. 78 degrees with a 50% chance of moisture. 69 in Vail with a 25% chance of precipitation. 72 in Avon with a 20% chance of moisture. And then 75 in Eagle. And you can see partly cloudy skies here in Eagle County, just a slight chance of precipitation. And then real increased chance down in Denver. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 40 degrees is our over night low 10% chance of precipitation partly cloudy skies with that sun setting at 8 32 p.m and we love to see this because it means our days are getting longer and we're going to start to see that sun more and more wind shifting directions coming out of the south southeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour throughout the course of tonight now as we take a look ahead into the next five days slight chance of precipitation tomorrow mostly sunny skies 20% chance of moisture temperatures reaching up into the 70s 68 by Saturday with a 40% chance of precipitation, partly cloudy skies. 
Now Sunday, afternoon thunderstorms are likely temperatures reaching back up into the 70s with a 50% chance of precipitation. Now that's going to continue into Monday with a high of 66 and a 50% chance of precipitation continuing again into Tuesday. So more precipitation is in our forecast. Like I said, just be careful out on those roadways when we do see this much precipitation only because we do see that standing water collect along that I-70 corridor. We're going to take a short break and when we come back from the break we've got more of the show so stay tuned. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Maddie from TV8Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on Channel 92? Because we're always bringing you more Good Morning Vale every day from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. More Good Day Vale, two back-to-back -back episodes daily at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. More news segments and shows highlighting our local community. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or on our website at TV8Vale.com.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, retiring is something that we all dream of, and especially because we like to play hard here in our community. Well, we've got some great advice for some retirees, and Ben Roof had the chance to sit down and get some great information, so let's take a look. Welcome back to the show. A new study by Edward Jones and AgeWave shows that about 93% of retirees agree that preparation and flexibility is a key to success in retirement. And we've got Lena Haas and Dr. Ken Dykewald joining us now from Edward Jones and AgeWave. Welcome to the show. Good to be with you. Thank you. So what kind of was the impetus for this study that you guys took on? So we wanted to understand how we can most help over 8 million clients that Edward Jones have as well as just pre-retirees and retirees across North America. And so it was very important for us to understand what retirees themselves view as success in retirement and what kind of choices they make that really puts them on that path to success. Um, we saw to that first point is that retirees really view success differently from their parents say. They don't view it as just time for leisure. They view it as a time to try out new adventures, be active, be purposeful, be engaged. And so that, coupled with the fact that longevity is increasing, really led our retirees to share with us that key to success in retirement is number one, readiness, and num in terms of having a plan and thinking through that. But number two is your approach. How do you respond to change? Is it with an attitude that allows for action and positive course corrections? That just makes all the difference between sort of surviving and really thriving in retirement. So did you guys find in your studies that the retirees found that the flexibility was more important for them dealing with any potential changes, any challenges that might arise, or changes in financial conditions? Or do you think it was more important for them to have that freedom to explore new things and kind of change up their routine? It was all of the above. We found that yeah, people viewed it as kind of a holistic uh, dynamic in life that included finances, but also included family and purpose and health. And what people realized was that different than their grandparents, instead of having a couple of three years before their batteries wore out, today's pre-retirees and retirees feel that they have a whole new chapter in life in front of them that might have 25 years, and they haven't been really trained or educated or guided as to how to make the most of it. So they're curious. They want to learn, what can I do? Can I go back to work? Should What are the benefits if I've been widowed or divorced of falling in love again? Should I get a housemate? Maybe I should relocate. Should I earn some more money doing kind of a side hustle? And instead of thinking of retirees as kind of yesterday's version of old people, now, you know, you think of Mick Jagger at 80. Think of Springsteen selling out the world at 73. There's Martha Stewart at 81 being on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. And now you're seeing that people are beginning to envision that there may be a new retirement in front of them and they want some help in trying to figure out how to thrive in those years. 
So would you guys recommend any key areas to focus on for retirees or pre-retirees who are really trying to take advantage of that new chapter in life? Yes, absolutely. So Ken, you just mentioned the four key areas, right? And I'll talk briefly to each of them. In terms of health, this is an area where intuitively say, oh, people procrastinate. It was very positive to see that over half actually take action in terms of adjusting their physical level of activity and their mental stimulation. Family. This was kind of interesting because we saw that not only is it important to think about how you very deliberately spend time with those you love, but also how do you spend less time with people <laughs> whom you might consider toxic to you. And then purpose. This was actually one of my favorite findings in the survey. We saw that people who are in service to others, people who volunteer, not only do they say they're feeling purposeful, they're saying they're feeling resilient overall, they're engaged more, they're active, they're more socially um, there. And so such a great affirmation that serving others, do it good for others is good for you. And lastly, finances. Everybody says that, gosh, saving as early as you can continuing to save regularly, saving as much as you can is really important. And then, especially in today's environment of high interest rates, look at your debt. Do you have high interest debt that is anchoring you down that you could reduce or eliminate? And then above all, take those four areas together and have a conversation with your family member members and as a financial professional to make sure that the plan is really comprehensive because I'm sure you can see how all of those four areas are really intertwined. So speaking a little bit about family and finances there, I know that a lot of retirees have some expectation put upon them to help support family members. Is there anything you guys found in your study about that, how family support impacts retirement? Yeah, it's almost like there's an underground economy going on, and we call it sort of generational generosity, very seldom talked about in the media. But what's happening is, is that older adults really want their kids to be secure. They want their grandchildren to be happy. They want them to be able to get the best in life. And so there's an enormous amount of subsidy going on between older towards younger. And that's fine, except that many older people probably can't afford it. So while they're busy trying to be the family bank, they may be setting themselves up to run out of money in a few years. So there's going to have to be some new boundaries set up so that older people can say, you know, I love you, you're great, but I, I can't keep paying your phone bills and I can't keep paying your insurance and you may need to pay for your own car. Kind of thing that our parents might have done with us, but we got to remember that that could be important going forward. Absolutely. So just before I let you guys go, is there any advice that you might have for retirees that are really trying to set themselves up for this flexibility? Any parting tips you might have? Well, what I would say is that in addition to making sure that you have a holistic plan that covers the four areas, test drive it. So if you're saying, you know, I'm going to change my life and have a whole new exercise routine, well, Try it out for a few weeks. Would it work? Would it make you happy? 
Or if you say, I'm going to reduce expenses and live in a different kind of budget, try it out for a month. Does it afford you the life that, again, makes you happy, right? So ensure that your plan is holistic, that it's realistic, and that you also bounce off your different ideas of a financial professional so that you have a plan A and a plan B and then plan C. And if, if different unexpected events come your way, you know what to do. You're not in the middle of the situation dealing with emotions. You're really prepared. You know, I'll add, when John Glenn went up in space at 77, and I knew uh, 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 John, uh, he said, hey, just because I'll be 77 doesn't mean I still don't have dreams. And so I would add to what Lena has said, and that we're learning that more and more 15, 16, 70-year-olds have dreams. You know, there's somebody they want to be. There's some new assignment they want to take on. They want to be a mentor. They want to help kids. They want to help at the church. They want to do more. And so what we tried to do is we put out a report with 60 different ways that people can make changes and have new opportunities in their later years. And that report is available totally for free. And it's at www.edwardjones.com slash new retirement. Well, that certainly answers my next question, which was going to be, where can we go to find some more? But it sounds like www.edwardjones.com slash retirement is where we can go to find out more. Thank you so much to Lena Haas of Edward Jones and Dr. Ken Dykewald of New Age. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be right back with a little bit more show after these messages. Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting all different sizes all different shapes some things that are going to be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal traditional all the latest and greatest looks we have things that are hand knotted silk wool and silk options all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs so really anything that you're looking for for your business for your home for a rental rugs benedict can provide it and one thing i consistently hear when people leave our showroom is that was so easy thank you so much so we make the, the process very easy come in take a look and we'd love to offer you a free estimate look forward to seeing you in our showroom 
Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. What riveting information that was about retirement. Now we're going to shift gears a little bit where Ben had the opportunity to sit down with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Resources to talk about how we can have a COVID-free summer. So let's take a look. Welcome back to the show. As summer is starting to kick off, we've got a lot of events coming up, which means spending a lot more time with other people. And so we've got Lily Griego joining us from the De Department of Health and Human Services, and she's going to help us with a little bit of advice on how to stay healthy over the course of the summer. Welcome to the show, Lily. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. So despite the fact that COVID isn't quite as big of an issue these days and it's not dominating our lives, it's still very much present, correct? Absolutely correct. Spot on. Couldn't have said it my, better myself. So are there any advice that you might have for us just to kind of help keep ourselves safe when we're out at family barbecues or social events at the park? Absolutely. So just to cover some basics, uh, folks may have already heard this information. If it's the first time that you're hearing this, I welcome the opportunity to engage uh, your audience and let them know that vaccines are still widely available. You can go to vaccines.gov. Uh, look for a place near you to get a vaccination. Why are we still talking about this? Because we are still seeing folks who get sick from COVID. Um, we're still seeing some hospitalizations. And on a very you know, serious note, we want to talk about that we're still losing human lives uh, from COVID. So we really want to say thank you to those who have gotten vaccinated. And looking ahead to the summer, just think about when you have a family gathering or a barbecue, graduations are occurring, weddings are occurring, or if you happen to be in a place that has poor ventilation. Think about the fact that you want to protect yourself and others around you. Get the vaccination. If you haven't had a vaccination since September of 2022, it may have waned, so you may consider an updated vaccination. Another layer of protection would be wearing a mask if you feel so inclined to do so. One other thing that comes to mind, we've heard this since we were little kids, wash your hands frequently, use soap and water. And if for any reason you don't have access to soap and water for, let's think about maybe camping or being close um, in the mountains with one another and then riding back in a car, hand sanitizer is always a good resource as well. Ever since the pandemic started off, I've been keeping a bottle of hand sanitizer in the driver's side door of my truck, and it has been a game changer for me. Like. Whenever I manage to get something sticky on my hands, it's just great. They can get it right off there. It's a great way to just kind of keep up on maintaining that hygiene. 
So same here. I have some in my purse. I have some in my car. Uh, you know, wherever I need to be, if it's at work or if it's on the road, we travel frequently to engage with folks in our region. And so uh, having some hand sanitizer nearby is a helpful tool always. Of course. So if anybody is like deciding whether or not they're needing a new vaccination or if they need to get their vaccine updated, how can they best determine that? So several resources are available. I've already mentioned vaccines.gov to go to a place where you can find, again, assuming you have access to a computer and access to the internet, you can go online and find a location near you. But one of the other methods that you can implement is talk to your doctor. Talk to the pharmacist at the location listed on vaccines.gov. Talk to a trusted advisor in the healthcare industry and ask them, what are my considerations here? Why should I be concerned about this? One of the things I would note is that we have seen uh, long COVID in several folks, whether you have been vaccinated or not, you are susceptible to getting COVID and we want to avoid folks getting long COVID. The symptoms around long COVID um, sustain over time and have serious implications. So we want folks to be safe engage safely with family and friends and attend functions in the outdoors or in indoors and feel confident that they're protected. So when they're looking for that extra information, does uh, DHS have a um, hotline or something that you guys could call or that people might be able to call, say, if they're not able to get to their local pharmacy? So uh, we have the, the information online, I believe, and I, please forgive me for not having a phone number prepared. There are two resources that you can use. You can text a, a number, you can text a location, I think it's your zip code, and I'll get that phone number for you momentarily. And then you get resources back on your phone. The other option that we've mentioned is vaccines.gov. Our office is available as well, serving Colorado and Utah, Wyoming, Montana, the Dakotas, and 30 tribal nations. So again, my name is Lily Griego, and you can find us on the internet. We would be happy to visit with folks one-on-one, but I really encourage folks to go to vaccines.gov. Well, and it sounds like that text hotline is a fantastic way to get useful information that you can continue to refer to, because it'll just be right there on your phone, and you can check back if you say, forgot it. Absolutely. Uh, if you don't mind, I actually texted it this morning just to test it myself. Little unconventional here, but the number that I mentioned previously, have it on my phone, 438829. Just text your zip code and it'll give you some information that will be very useful for you wherever you live. Oh, that's fantastic. So if people are trying to, or if they're getting ready to go get their vaccine updated, is there any like health or safety guidelines that you would recommend people follow when they're preparing to get their vaccine updated or preparing to get their vaccine for the first time? Yes, actually, if you, again, same website, go to vaccines.gov. We have a plethora of information. Also, if anything that you think of when it comes to health, uh, HHS or the United States Department of Health and Human Services, we have, again, a plethora of information available online. So if you're concerned about um, getting the vaccine, being precautionary, or perhaps you're helping a senior friend or a neighbor or a relative, and you want to walk them through that information, there are several tidbits of information uh, to prepare for a vaccination and what to think about afterwards. But again, if you feel confident talking to a healthcare provider or a doctor or a pharmacist, that would probably be another option for folks. 
Fantastic. So I know the vaccines have been updated and there's constantly a little bit of changing going on in the various versions of the COVID vaccine. Is there any information that you have about the what people can expect with the newer updated versions? So sometimes it depends on the, the person if they have a reaction to the vaccines. I was very tired when I got mine, um, just a slight fever. Um, but other than that, I was fine, and I just felt so protected. Uh, the state of mind was just so grateful to have access to the vaccines and be able to feel protected around my senior parents. So those were some of the things that occurred for me and for family members that I've had a conversation with about this. What I can say is that the Biden-Harris administration can now talk about the implementation of our tools and everything that we utilize to ensure that over 270 million Americans were vaccinated and are now safe from this uh, 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 from COVID-19. Excuse me from the virus that was just so deadly in 2020. And now we see that folks are not inundated in, in ER rooms or in health clinics. And so this is just a layer of protection to make sure that we can think about other things other than the virus. And one last question I got for you before I let you go. Do you have any advice for talking to people who might be reluctant to engage in conversations about COVID or if you're trying to encourage a family member who might be hesitant to go get vaccinated? One of the things I can say, and I think that this has been a consistent message since the, since the vaccines became available, it's safe. Uh, the Biden-Harris administration ensured that they had high access to the vaccines. Uh, they were free. You can find them in a variety of locations near you, where, wherever you live, whether it's rural, whether it's urban, whether it's in the mountains. You have a close proximity to ensure access to the vaccine. The other thing is that for uh, younger folks getting a vaccine, this has been a vaccination that has been tried and tested and is the most safe in the history of our country. So I talk about that it put my mind at ease. It made me feel that I could engage with folks, go into communities, feel protected and protecting others, whether they were immunocompromised or whether they were senior citizens or the most vulnerable of our population, just little ones. So that's one of the things that I focus on. The other thing is that we want to stay active. We want to be in school. We want to be at work. We want to be engaging with our friends and family. And again, this gets us into community in a safe, effective manner. Awesome. Well, Lily Griego, thank you so much for joining us and providing all of that wonderful information. And thank if, you for having us. <laughs> thank you so much. And if you are interested in finding out more information about vaccines, go to vaccines.gov. There's a ton of super useful information there. And we will be back right after these messages. today's episode of Good Day Vale, we are so thankful to be filming off-site at the Home Outfitters because this episode is a spotlight on refreshing your living space. So please join Donna Lang, Aaron Shield, and myself at the Home Outfitters later on Good Day Vale. It does set us apart from um, other showrooms here in the Valley. We obviously are a retail showroom. Uh, we value our customers. Uh, it's been 33 years in the making. Um, we also have our own full-service design department. Right now there are four of us in the department. We're looking to expand. Um, 
the other thing that people don't know about us is we also act as a design center for the uh, designers here in the valley. Also, if you're a realtor and your client brings in their own designer, we work with them as well. Instead of going down to the design center in Denver, we have over 200 vendors that we work with. So um, we will let the designer do their job okay. with their clients, and then we take over from an administrative standpoint. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Veil Skin and Lashes, located in the heart of Avon, offers a full array of aesthetic and medical treatments and services. We feature only the highest quality products in an upscale medical grade skincare boutique. Experience this luxurious, welcoming, and inviting environment. We are dedicated to providing expert personalized care, artistry, wellness, beauty. That's Veil Skin and Lashes Medical Spa. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take a look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures progressively warm up. 49 degrees first thing this morning, high of 69. 25% chance of rainfall, partly cloudy skies with winds coming out of the west-southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour throughout the course of today. Now, as we take a look at Vail by the hour, mostly sunny skies starting us off first thing this morning. Cloud coverage increasing to partly cloudy skies throughout the course of the early afternoon and then really throughout the rest of the day. We will see that high take place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour and then temperatures starting to cool down as we approach this evening. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver, definitely warmer, but they're going to see increased chances of precipitation over there. 78 degrees in Denver with a 50% chance of moisture, 69 in Vail with a 25% chance of precipitation, 72 in Avon with a 20% chance of precipitation, and then 75 in Eagle. So temperatures both out to the east and to the west of us, pretty warm. Now as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down, 40 degrees is our overnight low, 10% chance of rainfall, partly cloudy skies overnight tonight with that sun setting just a little bit later, 8.32 p.m. is when that sun is going to go down. Now winds coming out of the south southeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour throughout the course of this evening so shifting directions just slightly now as we take a look ahead into the next five days if you are planning to get out there this weekend to enjoy the gopro mountain games well just be prepared for some precipitation that could take place into the afternoon mostly sunny skies tomorrow with a 20 percent chance of moisture temperatures up into the 70s by saturday we are expecting a 40 percent chance of precipitation 68 degrees is the high partly cloudy skies after 
afternoon thunderstorms are likely on Sunday. 50% chance of moisture, 70 degrees is the high. So on Sunday, just really make sure that you're bringing that rain gear with you and lots and lots of sunscreen. Now on Monday, continuing with that 50% chance of precipitation, that's also going to make its way into Tuesday as well. And then those temperatures will slowly start to cool down 70 degrees to 66 degrees to 64 degrees throughout Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We want to thank Sun & Ski Sports for bringing you a look at this local weather forecast. If you have any outdoor needs, maybe you need some good active sunscreen or maybe a new rain jacket, well then they're your one-stop shop and they're located right in the heart of Avon. Now we're going to show you a nice a little recap of last year's fun at the GoPro Mountain Game since we'll be there live tomorrow morning. So make sure you tune in, but let's take a look.
It's that time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you like to get out there and enjoy the trails on your bike, well, it's really important that you keep your head nice and safe. And so right now, I've got the Giro Manifest Spherical in front of me. Now, this helmet has some fancy new technology. The spherical part is progressive layering with dual-density liners to address high and low impact speed. So you can see as I wiggle the top of the helmet, it is fully moving. Now, this helmet also comes equipped with MIPS which stands for Multi-Directional Impact Protection System, which keeps your brain just extra safe when you're out there riding. And if you do happen to have one of those accidents, well, then it will help you stay nice and safe. This helmet has a lot of really nice features. It has the wind tunnel ventilation on it, making it so that you stay cool when you're out there enjoying your nice ride. So I'm going to flip this helmet right around to the front so you can see all of those nice wind tunnel vents. Now, another great feature of this helmet is it has a movable visor that way you can protect yourself from the sun as needed in any direction. Now another great feature of this helmet is if you're right in between sizes, don't worry, it has an adjustable fit in the back making it nice and convenient for you to get this helmet on your head to fit any shape. Now you can check out this helmet at Sun and Ski Sports. Now they have so many convenient locations or you can shop online at their website at sunandski.com. That way you can keep yourself nice and safe out there on the trails. We want to thank them so much for bringing you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch. 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. I'm Clinton Griffiths, the host of Ag Day Television. Get the latest news about crops, livestock, rural living, and so much more from our award-winning team. Follow the food you eat from the field to the store to your table every day. Because what's happening on the farm matters to you and your family. Watch Ag Day, weekdays. It's Maddie from TVA Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on Channel 92? Because we're always bringing you more Good Morning Vale every day from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. More Good Day Vale, two back-to-back -back episodes daily at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. More new segments and shows highlighting our local community. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or on our website at tv8vale.com. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning, Vale. So, so many wonderful things happen here in our community and around the country, and there's so many wonderful TV shows that you can tune into to keep you entertained. And now we're very privileged because we have the three incredible judges from Tribunal Justice joining us. And if you have yet to see this show, well then we highly recommend that you watch it. Not only is it entertaining, but it's informative as well because all of these incredible judges have such extensive backgrounds. So I'm going to have each one of them introduce themselves and what their background is. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and being here and giving us all this great information and all of this wonderful entertainment. 
Thank you for having us. Now, can I have each one of you introduce yourself and kind of your history in the justice system? Uh, sure, I'll start. Yep. My, I'm Tanya Acker. I'm a civil litigator by trade. I primarily litigated commercial civil disputes, um, and then I also uh, work with some nonprofits. But I, you know, had some great advice before I started my TV judging, which was from the great Judge Judy, which was to do get some experience on the bench. Um, so I also worked as a judge pro tem in LA Superior Court. That's me. <laughs> I'm Judge Patricia Domango. I was a New York State Supreme Court Justice. When I left the bench to come here, I was actually the administrative judge of the Supreme Court criminal term um, in Kings County. And Kings County, I think, is one of the largest uh, courts uh, in the country, actually, for the criminal division. I was a former New York State prosecutor, a former federal prosecutor for one year. I was cross-designated. And I actually sat in small claims court while I was actually a law clerk. So I have a pretty extensive criminal background. I uh, Maddie, oh yeah, that. go ahead, Maddie. Oh, I was just going to say I had read that about you and your very extensive background. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Maddie, I'm Adam Levy. Uh, I, was a, I started my career as an assistant district attorney in uh, New York State. I handled child abuse uh, and domestic violence cases, went into private practice 12 years, uh, tried a lot of cases uh, in front of uh, in front of countless judges uh, all throughout the state of New York, uh, handling criminal and then civil matters, matrimonial matters. And then I was the elected uh, district attorney in a small upstate county in New York, where I where I uh, where I presided over an office and handled uh, in my term thousands of, of criminal cases um, and tried them as well. Wow, you guys all have such extensive backgrounds. So what's it like switching from being in that kind of court to now this kind of court where it's televised and there's always seems to be quite a bit of drama? I mean, from my perspective, uh, especially having been a lawyer and a civil lawyer, um, one of the things that's always interesting to me is how when people come in our court, uh, there can be such a lack of decorum. They bring their fight unvarnished to us. You know, I'm used to a practice where, like, I would tell my clients, you got to calm it down. You got to simmer down. You got to make a good impression. Um, in this practice and what we're doing, we get to see people completely unfiltered, uh, which is, uh, it's an interesting change. I know. I saw in the... Uh trailer, a lot of eye rolling, which seems to be quite disrespectful for all of you guys. <laughs> Don't care for it. <laughs> I can it's, tell. A, it's an honest emotion. It's an honest emotion. And people get so used to doing it uh, when they're out in their everyday lives. But when when you come into a courtroom and you want the judges to, to hear what you're saying and to respect what you're saying, the best way to, to get that to happen is to is to be respectful. And oftentimes litigants find it difficult to do that, and it never serves them well. Well, I'm an eye roller. So for me, <laughs> you know, it comes naturally. And so it's a habit, I think, that people have. And it's, uh, you know, like I'll go like this and, you know, it's just the way I am. So I'm not as offended sometimes by that uh, because it is part of my response. And I don't, you know, it, it just happens. So you've got to, you know, you have to also put in perspective that these people are, un, they're unsophisticated, untrained, and many of them are, are uneducated. And I think personally, they come in and do a far better job than I ever did on my first trial. And I was, a, you know, a seasoned 
lawyer at the time and uh, but it's true they without an attorney it's they say things perhaps that they shouldn't say I think so too and I think it's really entertaining for everyone to watch now you guys had all had the opportunity to meet Judge Judy and so can you give us a little bit more about that experience I think Adam can start with that oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Thank you, Judge. <laughs> Meet Judge Judy, Adam. You, Judge. Well, Maddie, Maddie, I, I, I am lucky enough to be Judge uh, Judy's son, uh, so I got so so I had the unique opportunity growing up in that household. If you want to know what it was like, you need to speak to my therapist. Uh, she, will be, she will be happy to explain to you exactly what that experience was like. Uh, it was wonderful. But listen, in, in all honesty, she's a smart lady. She knows her business. It's no secret. Uh, uh, how long and how successful she's been uh, on TV doing her shows. Uh, and the advice that she gave to me uh, when I took over in this role was just don't screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, what you see on, on TV is, is pretty much what she's about. She's very honest. She's straightforward. She's direct. She's decisive. But what you don't get to see is her warmth, her compassion, and and the ability to to want to be helpful to people, and she gets involved in so many different uh, charities and 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 things that she gives up her time as well. She gives it to us, and she gives it to to the public as well. And I got to tell you, I don't know about her son, but I love her. <laughs> I just say, don't show up lying, and she's lovely and warm and kind. And I think, you know, Patricia has it right. That's a side that a lot of people don't see, but that's because what a lot of people see is her dealing with people who sometimes show up and are truth challenged. So that's my very strong advice. Just don't lie and she'll be lovely. Good <laughs> that's, advice. That's great. that's great advice. Adam, thank you so much for sharing that intimate detail and thank all of you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Now, where can people find the show? Oh, Amazon Freebie. Amazon Freebie. Amazon Freebie. Amazon <laughs> Freebie. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to chat with me and giving me all of this wonderful information. You guys are a ton of fun to chat with and a ton of fun to watch. Thank Thanks, you man. so thank much. You. Thank Good you. luck, Western Conference. <laughs> Make sure that you check out the wonderful show on Amazon Freebie because you're not going to want to miss out on all of these wonderful cases that they have come to the courtroom. And you heard it here. Some of them are pretty uh, exciting to watch. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. So stay tuned. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. If you haven't seen Good Day Vale lately, here's what you've been missing.
I'm Cece Zach, and I'm the host of Good Day Vale. And you can find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 or on our website at tvavale.com and on YouTube. We're here to serve the Vale Valley, and we look forward to sharing our story with all of you. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best-performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today, or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Welcome back to the show. Now, we have had the opportunity to sit down with the one and only Kevin Shields from All Points North Lodge, who also doubles as a host here sometimes, and chat about all of the wonderful things that they have the opportunity to do up at All Points North. Now, we were really excited. We were hoping he was going to come into the studio, but Kevin is being an incredible bike racer over at the GoPro Mountain Games, so we're going to take a look back at him in the studio earlier this summer. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. It is Therapy Thursday because there's nothing that you should really be concerned more with than working on your own mental health. Well, Kevin is changing hats first thing this morning, and Kevin is shifting gears into his other job where he represents All Points North Lodge, which is a great place to go if maybe you just need to spend some time working on yourself. Kevin, I like your hat change. It was so quick. Yes, it was quick. It was so speedy. You went from being the TV guy to now you are... You're, you're interviewing me now. I know. Weird. I like that. What do you want to know? I want to know. So let's talk about what All Points North Lodge does mm -hmm. because a lot of people might not know what you guys do up there, and you're in the most beautiful facility in the entire universe. So let's just talk about some of the things you do. Well, there's, there's a lot of things that we do, and it's ever-evolving. So we started as a treatment center for drugs, alcohol, behavioral health, um, for individuals to come up and get the treatment they need. We have 77 beds up at the lodge. We're getting ready to expand um, another 81 beds coming up here in the not-so-distant future. But it's basically an a opportunity for people to focus on their mental health, behavioral health, any substance abuses. One of the big questions when it comes to talking about substance abuse, did the trauma create the substance abuse or did the substance abuse create the trauma. So we've got some world-class uh, clinicians that are up there. We've got a great medical staff, um, not to mention the hospitality team that's culinary, housekeeping, transportation, security. So we typically get individuals up and they always say, you know, 30-day stay up at the Phil's facility. However, once you start getting into things, there's so many other components to talk about. So when someone starts going through their substance abuse or some of the, the mental health that they're working on, it it's more than just that individual that starts the process. I mean, the journey doesn't start really until that individual leaves. And then they go back to their friends. They go back to their families. They go back to their jobs. 
and in most cases, you know, when they're when when people are released out of a facility that they're working on themselves, they kind of get back where they may return to the same pattern. So right. we have a lot of different family therapy options, group therapy options, things that really help that individual take the tools that they've learned and apply them with the loved ones that they go back to. So it's a it's a really neat program. It's it's ever evolving and the reason I say that is medical uh, modalities and technology has come a long way. So um, I know that there was a an article not too long ago in the local paper talking about TMS. Well, TMS, we've had that up there for almost three years now, and it's transcranial magnetic stimulation. And there's a lot of things that can be done with people that have maybe suffered trauma or, or, or suffered a brain injury to where it helps stimulate the blood throat flow through magnetic pulses to help that individual get through certain behaviors. There's different helmets you wear for different types of treatments. And you pair that with the hyperbaric oxygen treatment. And it's kind of that dynamic duo that really get people in. Um, We've had that going for the last three years. Two of the things that we've recently started is ketamine treatments and Stella Ganglion block. So um, a lot of people, what, what the heck's Stella Ganglion block? In your nerve, in your, in your neck, there's some nerve bundles. And a lot of people, when they come in, there's so much anxiety, there's so much trauma. It really blocks some of the clinical work that we're trying to do up there. So there's injections that can be done. We use a doctor out of Chicago, Dr. Lipov. Amazing, has been doing this for 36 years. Um, and talking about getting in and and relaxing the body, relaxing the mind, so all of that therapy, all of that clinical work, that client can focus on and get the best results. Because again, it's all about outcomes. And if someone comes into us and there's this block and they're just not receiving the treatment, not receiving the information, not able to absorb things, we've got this new technology, whether it's the ketamine, whether it's a Stella Ganglion block, that can help that individual absorb that, kind of decompress some of that trauma, decompress and get rid of some of that anxiety so that they can move forward. Some very exciting things, um, not just up at the lodge. The lodge is kind of the facility that people come to. It's our largest facility, but we've got satellite operations. We're getting ready to open London. We just did a soft opening yesterday in Boulder. We've got an assessment center in Aurora, another one coming up in Naples, Florida, a facility in Malibu, California. And we're looking at a lot of other areas to open up in 2023. It's going to be a very big year for us. Well, and I feel like recently there's been kind of a mental health struggle. So to have a place right here locally where people can use these great tools, resources, and all that you guys have to offer I think is so important. And that's part of the big push for you guys in 2023 is becoming more accessible to the community, correct? Absolutely. We just started, we're very exciting with the community. We've just started a new veterans program. There's been a lot of things happening happening with our veterans um, and their, their lack of ability to get care and there's we've got a couple lobbyists that are working in washington dc to get that done but from a local local standpoint we do have scholarships available for people that maybe can't afford it or their insurance doesn't cover enough because there is insurance that covers some of this these items for substance abuse and and behavioral health care so you know you can call into our call center go to apn.com 
and it gives a phone number. You can call our call center. They can do what's called a VOB, a verification of benefits, to see what you can participate in. And if you're a local and you're interested in some of the uh, modalities that we have, whether it's the TMS or the hyperbaric, we do outpatients, so anybody in the community can come up and participate in that. Which is really cool because it's such a unique way to start healing your brain from that trauma, and that's something that we're now talking about more frequently and people are diving more into themselves to realize where that trauma is stemming from and that's why going to therapy is so beneficial and you guys have some great therapists up there but also the coolest part is is you guys make sure that when people leave they're ready to conquer their lives after that you continue to do therapy sessions with them you continue to check in with them and you continue to help them get on the right track or stay on the right track after they leave the lodge too. Great point. We do a lot with, uh, we've got an amazing telehealth platform. And as I mentioned before, the journey starts when the client leaves. And that's when we've got the family therapy. We've got the ongoing individual therapy, group therapy from the telehealth platform. But we also have an alumni program that has events that people can go to, whether it's sober events or have things like refresher courses. We're getting ready to do a couple summits where past clients can come in and do a checkup. Um, we do a lot with athletes, and um, so the athletes, we just had a summit not too long ago where a lot of our football players from the NFL came back, and we did a lot of, a lot of fun things with the summit. And it was always good to see them come back, but um, it's always a good check-in. Right, and I think it's so important that people take that time to check in with their mental health. Kevin, thanks for switching hats this morning, chatting with me about the wonderful work that you do up at All Points North. We're really lucky to have you guys here in our community. Well, thank you, and there's a lot of great resources here in the Valley. I'm just proud to be part of one of them. I am proud of you to be part of one of them because you've done such a good job, and I can see the shift that it has taken in you from one job to a job that you're truly passionate about and you really love. So I congratulate you. Well, thank you for your time today, Maddie. Make sure that if you or anyone you know is struggling with any kind of behavioral health or substance abuse that you check out, All Points North Lodge. It's located up in Cordillera. It's a breathtaking facility, and they do such a good job to get you back on track. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to introduce you to Carrie Hogan from Nap Harvest, so stay tuned. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Maddie from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on Channel 92? Because we're always bringing you more Good Morning Vale every day from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. More Good Day Vale, two back-to-back -back episodes daily at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. More new segments and shows highlighting our local community. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or on our website at TV8Vale.com.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take another look at that local weather forecast for today. 49 degrees around 8 a.m., high of 69 throughout the course of today. 25% chance of rainfall. Partly cloudy skies are expected. And we are expecting to see winds come out of the west-southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour throughout the course of today. Now, as we take a look at Vale by the hour, you can see mostly sunny skies starting us off first thing this morning. Temperatures slowly warming up, and we will see some cloud coverage increase throughout the course of today. That high taking place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver, definitely a little bit warmer, 78 degrees. Increased chances of precipitation down there, 69 in Vail with a 25% chance of precipitation, 72 in Avon with a 20% chance of precipitation, and then 75 in Eagle, and it looks like they are expecting to see some cloud coverage, but no real chance of precipitation down there. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down yet again. 40 degrees is our overnight low, 10% chance of rainfall throughout the course of this evening, partly cloudy skies continuing into tonight. Now we will see that sunset just a little bit later each and every day. Now we're going to see that sun go down at 8.32 p.m. tonight. Wind shifting directions coming out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour. As we take a look ahead into the next five days, we are expecting to see another break in some precipitation. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow with a high of 70 degrees and a 20% chance of rainfall, 40% chance on Saturday with a high of 68, partly cloudy skies. Then by Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, increased chances of precipitation coming our way. Temperatures slowly warming up and then slowly starting to decrease. 70 degrees on Sunday with a 50% chance of precipitation, 66 on Monday with a 50% chance of moisture, 64 on Tuesday with a 50% chance of scattered showers. So as you're making your way out there to do anything this weekend, just be prepared have your rain jacket with you, lots of sunscreen and lots of water as you're enjoying the GoPro Mountain Games. Now, speaking of the GoPro Mountain Games, we're going to introduce you to a wonderful climber that we had the chance to interview last year. So let's introduce you to Albert. We've been making our way around the GoPro Mountain Games, and now we've made our way to the climbing wall. And I'm standing here with an athlete who used to work in media for climbing, Albert OK. Albert, thank you so much for meeting me this morning. Thanks uh, for having me and interviewing me. I'm really excited for all the boulders. It's going to be an amazing time. I think the temperature's kind of rolling up, so a lot of the people in the second session are worried that it'll be a little sweaty, but I think it's going to be a blast. And so you've been climbing for about four years now, and these aren't your main disciplines that you're competing yeah. in today. Uh, I, I guess I've been climbing a little longer than that, but I've been competing on the national level for about four years, three and a half, four. Um, speed climbing is my main discipline, and ever since it got introduced to the Olympics for 2024 Paris as a separate independent sport, I've dropped all my stuff in Houston and went out to Salt Lake City to train with the best. Oh man, Salt Lake City is a great place. I am actually a Utah kid, but oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So how do you feel about the competition right now besides the temperatures rising and the possibility of sweaty hands? I think the setters, the people who are creating the boulders for us and the problems that we'll be competing on, had a really great day because they set some very difficult problems because a lot of people aren't topping that many, so it's going to be a rough round and I think we're just going to have to grit through, bleed a little, lose some skin and try our best. I mean, that's all you can do. And so as someone who climbs competitively pretty frequently, how do you stay in shape and how do you train? And what's the mental game like? Mental game is my favorite because you just watch your favorite videos. You listen to some great songs. You be really positive, help others, be positive with others, try your best. But then the physical part is what's hard for me. And I think others, not so much. I train about four to five times a week, sometimes double sessions morning and afternoon. 
bleeding from every fingertips, and uh, that's kind of it. I think everyone else is on the same plan. They're doing as much difficult moves as possible and training as hard as they can. And competing here at the GoPro Mountain Games, how are you feeling about the competition, and how are you feeling just being up here at such a high elevation in Vail? So, uh, I did buy a canned oxygen. I don't know if it's a sham or not, but <laughs> let's see if it helps. It's been helping me a little bit. So that's been hopefully remedying my elevation. And the competition is ridiculous. Look at everyone out here. Everyone is so strong. They can. I think everyone here can do a one-arm pull-up except for me. And so there's professional athletes. Some even Olympians are here. It is probably the highest level that we can get in North America currently. There's, I think there's Canadian athletes as well. So it's going to be incredible. It's incredible because there's only five stops mm -hmm. on the North American Cup Tour. And so being in Vail, being at one of the stops, how are you feeling just knowing that you're in one of the five? Oh, every time I think I'm going to be prepared and then I go in and I'm not. <laughs> but then I just try my best and sometimes I surprise myself and oftentimes it's been in my favor. I think because this is such a coveted location, everyone loves Vail. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. So we had, I think, the most signups in history for this event on the male side and I think on the female side as well. So everyone is putting their 1,000% effort. And I guess I have a question for you. Are you going to hop on the boulders after? Oh, no. I have a bad shoulder. Oh. I just, just, uh, yep, I just did a quarter zone shot two weeks ago oh. in there. We're just going to lay low with that guy <laughs> for a minute. But I'm excited to watch the competition and really see the endurance and the strength because some of those problems, you do get up there and you just have to hang on while you kind of reroute in your brain. Yeah, the problem-solving aspect is beautiful. Some of these people are like engineers, doctors, they're like high-thinking professionals, and they're solving these problems that look physical and you just pull, 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 but it's so much more complex than that. I think the semifinal and final rounds is going to be absolutely ridiculous because they're going to show some flashy moves, some really creative problem solving, and you're going to see these athletes get really tested. Well, Albert, we're excited to see you compete, and thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, thank you so much, Maddie. Uh, I've been very, very excited for being in Vail. This is my first time actually competing at the location, so I get to touch the wall, touch the holds, and have a time of my life. Albert, we're excited to see you compete, and good luck out there. Make sure that you follow him on social media. If people want to see what you're doing and where you're at, how can they do so? Uh, I have an Instagram channel uh, handle, at Professor OK, and my YouTube channel, Albert Space OK. It's just, it's just my name. Um, I actually did a lot of analysis content at Vail for when I was working in publication, so I'm excited. I'm very, very happy. Make sure you follow him on social media. He's going to be out on this wall before we know it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got more of the show. Good morning, Vale. Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000-square-foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different Broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring, things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen 
in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting. All different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are going to be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, wool and silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I consistently hear when people leave our showroom is that was so easy. Thank you so much. So we make the, the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. As we continue to talk about wonderful things taking place at the GoPro Mountain Games, we had the opportunity to sit down with a fabulous woman who has this great app that can help you find the best camping spots as you're making your way out there to enjoy all of Mother Nature. So let's introduce you to Jess from Seeker. Welcome back to the show. Now, if you're looking for a way to make it so you always know where to go camping, there's an app for that. And we're standing here with the knowledgeable team from Seeker. And I've got Jess here. Jess, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Seeker is the ultimate camping app. We have every different type of camping location available, plus amenities like water, propane, dump stations. You can find it all on the app. Which makes it really convenient, and especially for people who are maybe just experiencing the outdoor and mountain lifestyle, and they're having a hard time kind of making that adjustment to finding these things on their own. You guys just put it in that one-stop shop for everything people need for camping. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was living in a camper van for over five years, and I realized that it was really difficult to find safe places to camp and connect with people. So we created an app that uses crowdsourced data and API-driven content to have the largest database of free campsites in the U.S. Which is incredible, and especially as the kickoff is, of summer is here, and people are going to start getting out there with their dogs, which that's probably another feature that's really convenient, is where you can have your dog. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll put that in the app on the next version. <laughs> we don't have that one yet. Oh, that's okay, because dogs should just be allowed everywhere, I, I think. Agree. So, like, 
I think it's perfect as is. And so for people who have never downloaded the app or used it, is it very user-friendly? Oh, super user-friendly. And that's one of the main reasons that I wanted to build the app is because the other options out there really just weren't that user-friendly and intuitive. Um, so yes, very easy to use. It's free to download, seeker.com, S-E-K-R.com. And you guys have seen exponential growth over the course of the last few years and since the launch of the app. So can you give us some more information on that? Yeah, absolutely. So we launched the app in uh, 2019. And then since the pandemic started, we've seen a 500% increase of our members. And then we've seen like a, I think almost a 3000% increase in, in sessions. So in activity on the app. On average, um, our members are coming back more than two times per month. So they are out there camping and having adventures and we are powering their adventures. Which you have to love the fact that you know you're getting out there, you're helping people find the perfect spot to be, whether it's just camping for one night or multiple nights. You guys are making it so convenient for people to get out there and enjoy the mountains that we all know and love. Absolutely. Our mission is to make outdoor travel easier, safer, and more social. So really what we're trying to build is the Expedia of the outdoor travel industry um, so that you can find any different type of campsite all in one place. Which that makes it so nice and convenient and the social aspect of it, especially as someone like yourself who's lived in a van for a very long time yeah. and kind of had that life, you do get a little bit lonely. And so to have that social component and that social aspect makes it really nice for those people who maybe just need to get out and be on the go for a little bit, especially the remote workers we still have. Oh, yes. I mean, I was a remote worker and still am a remote worker in my van. And so you can find people nearby. You can browse outdoor events. And then you can also connect with people on our forums and chat with experts on the seeker hubs. Which that makes it not feel like you're alone. And sometimes it's just nice to know that there are other people out there in the world enjoying the same adventure as you. Absolutely. You're not alone out there. Um, but you can be alone and find those places. <laughs> Which is absolutely incredible. And you guys are putting it all in the palms of people's hands. So they have this power to make sure they're having the most exquisite and perfect adventure to suit their lifestyle. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, who wants to be in a truck stop or a Walmart, right? Mm -hmm. You want those Instagram-worthy destinations, and that's why we built the Seeker app. And so you're really the driving force, the brain power behind the operation of bringing this to life. And how do you feel like creating this app has changed your life? I mean, I feel like it really gave me purpose. I mean, I knew that I needed something like this in our in my life um, to live on the road and find places to remote work. You know, I drove down so many dirt roads that claimed that they had cell service, and then an hour later down a dirt road, nothing. So then I'd have to drive back. And that pain is real for millions of people in the country. Um, so yeah, it's been beautiful to watch the whole community just bloom and blossom, and I'm very honored um, to be a part of it. Not only that, but I feel like you're also helping keep people safe by allowing them to use this app, know where they are located, and kind of know exactly where they're going instead of, yeah, just taking a turn down one of those random dirt roads. Totally, totally. And I think the best part of this is that we know that we are sharing location information. So we partner with Leave No Trace, the Center for Leave No Trace, and Tread Lightly um, so that we can provide financial support. And also our members can flag campsites that need a cleanup. Um, and so with that, then we can partner with these nonprofit organizations or send volunteers or other campers who just want to, you know, come help clean up a campsite. So education is a big part of this for us. Which that makes it even more incredible and gives people that extra drive to use the app. That way you're doing good for the environment, you're keeping yourself safe, and you're getting in the know before you go camping, which I think is huge, and especially for the newbies to the camping game. Absolutely. Education is everything. You want to be prepared when you go out there. 
Jess, thank you so much for taking the time meeting with us and giving us all this great information. Thank you so much, Maddie. Make sure that you go on your phone right now and you download Seeker. That way you can enjoy your camping to the maximum. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Hi there, this is Cece Zach, and I'm the host of Good Day Vale. And on today's episode, I'm so excited to bring to you Chris Anthony, the skier, the Hall of Fame inductee, the filmmaker, and the founder of the Chris Anthony Youth Project. So please watch today's version of Good Day Vale. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. For fun and adventure, join me on Elizabeth Stanton's Great Big Worlds. Find out where I'll be going next and which celebrities I'll be bringing along with me. I'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore, and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are, up close and personal. We'll travel the world, experience new cultures, and together, try to make a difference. I'm Elizabeth Stanton, saying the world's a big place, and I'm going to show it to you. Vail Skin and Lashes, located in the heart of Avon, offers a full array of aesthetic and medical treatments and services. We feature only the highest quality products in an upscale medical grade skincare boutique. Experience this luxurious, welcoming, and inviting environment. We are dedicated to providing expert personalized care, artistry, wellness, beauty. That's Vail Skin and Lashes Medical Spa. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I had the chance to sit down with a rising star, Harper Grace, who had a very inspiring story, and she's going to share it with us to help you maybe overcome some of your fears. So let's hear what she has to say. Country music star who is absolutely rising right now at a rapid rate is Harper Grace, and she is about to release a new single where she's going to give us kind of a heartfelt story about how she started off in the music. Harper, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Oh my goodness, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> 
I'm so excited only because I had the chance to go through and listen to some of your older music. And as I was kind of cleaning up around everything that I was doing this morning, I was listening to Sparkle top notch, like as loud as I possibly could and just dancing and pretending that I knew the words. Your music is fantastic, but you have kind of a crazy story in the music industry. Yeah, yeah, it's been really crazy. First off, thanks. I appreciate the streams and for the fact that you are a fan of it. That's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. I was known as the worst national anthem singer at the age of 11. And so my new single, Oh Say Can You See, is an autobiography of what I walked through as a kid and and the trials that I, I had to overcome. And so it tells that the song in general is 100% true to, to what I went through lyrically. Um, it tells different parts of my story and, and, you know, eating at lunch by myself and kind of walking through this dark period of my life, but it doesn't even really go into the deep, darkest parts of it. Um, you know, at 11 years old, being told that I should never sing again, that I should kill myself, that I was the reason why abortion should be legal. I mean, it got so bad to the point where my family had knives with fake blood sent into our mailboxes at home. And so it was a crazy, crazy experience. Um, and it was definitely hard, but I've been so grateful for the fact of having a faith-based family who, you know, really trusted the fact and knowing that there was a, a something good to come out of it and knowing that the Lord had a plan for it all. And so I just, you know, really used that as fuel to my fire. I wanted to prove everybody wrong. I wanted to use that as drive and dedication to, to kind of prove all the critics wrong and, and turn it around. And so that's exactly what I did. I, I stayed very headstrong. I, I knew exactly what I wanted and, and I was going to do whatever I could to reach the dreams that I had in my heart and in my spirit that I, I had just loved so much. And so it's been a really fun experience. I've been writing so much music, written over 480 songs in the last three years of my life. And so, you know, those songs have told a lot of bits and pieces of, of the chapters that I've walked through. So very excited for Oh Say Can You See to Drop May 19th and for that story to finally be out. I mean, what you're doing and the strength that you're showing kids of that younger age is so important. And you being this vulnerable gives people that hope that they need to push them su- themselves through those trials and tribulations that they see in their life. And so as you are changing people's life through your music, what are you saying to that 11-year-old girl that's still within yourself, that still carries that trauma from people being so mean? Yeah, th- yeah, that is amazingly worded how you just put it honestly I it's I genuinely have just been trying to constantly remind my 11 year old self that you can do it and I think what's been so beautiful is that we've been on what we're calling a redemption tour right now where I've been given the opportunity to go and sing the national anthem all over again in different um, professional sporting events and it has been hard as heck I'll tell you I've had major PTSD through it um, and so also getting the opportunity in every city that we're going to to talk to foundations and high schools and middle schools or whatever it is in that city specifically um, about my story and having that public speaking out out you know, outlook on it as well as being able to connect with, um, with the younger generation right now. I think that mental health is such a crazy thing that that's going on right now. And the, the different outlets of social media that is sparking for give, giving people different cyberbullying outlets has been insane. And it's so hard because it's just spreading like, like wildfire. And I think it's so important to capture the younger generation and to 
have them feel like they have somebody to talk to. It's really important to me to have one, a one-on-one connection with, you know, my listeners and with the people that follow my page or whatever that is. So I try my best to take the time to respond to messages, to respond to DMs and to really pinpoint on people that are also struggling. And so um, it's an honor to be a voice for that generation. It's an honor to be a voice for people in general and to to just constantly know and, and hear from people that it's an encouragement to them hearing my music and my story and, and just knowing that, um, that I'm able to be a light is, is so awesome for me, but also telling the story that it's hard as heck to sing the anthem again. And I'm constantly facing my fears and I'm, you know, also human walking through life and learning lessons and that, you know, just, just making it known that just because I sing on a platform and maybe have a handful of Instagram followers, it doesn't mean that, you know, I, I'm not personable. Like I want people to know that I'm just a 21 year old girl who's, you know, just doing the things to reach my, my dreams and hoping that it encourages everybody else along the way to do the same. I mean, 10 years from that kind of mold of your career right there because once you have those hard roadblocks it's hard to overcome them and seeing you do so is such an inspiration to young people all across the country and of course your music is so wonderful now you've been on some large stages where you were nationally streamed across the country like American Idol and so as we're talking about this PTSD and kind of bringing light to how it affects everyone in their everyday life how was being on that stage? Yeah, Idol was a great experience for me. I like to say that it's definitely crafted me into the artist that I am today. All of the things that I've walked through in my life has been little chapters and little glimpses of how I've turned into the artist and the woman that I am today. So um, being on Idol, I did all original music throughout the whole contest, was asked to come back on the season finale and sing my original song called Yard Sale that I auditioned with. And so um, being able to do that, you know, sometimes they'd show me videos of the judges telling, you know, different contestants to not sing originals because it wasn't encouraged on that show at the time. And, um, and just really stepping out and being like, you know what? No, like I've, gone to Nashville. I've done this for so long. I've pursued this dream and I'm going to stay true to who I am as an artist. And so doing that really inspired me to continue to, to press into who I was. And, um, and yeah, it's, it was, it was for sure a fun experience meeting the people, meeting the judges and just learning again, who, who I was as an artist and to continue to press into that. Now, Hyper, obviously you've been sharing so much vulnerability with us just throughout this interview and on your social media page. And as you're making headway in your career now, if you had to give one piece of advice to a young girl who's listening right now who wants to get up on that stage and sing that national anthem for the first time, what piece of advice would you give her? Well, if you're singing the national anthem for the first time, please know your note. (laughs) It's so important to know the exact note that you're starting on. I would give advice to have it on your phone as a voice memo so that you can confidently start because that one note will really get you because it's a very beautiful song and um, goes into really crazy heights of notes. And so I would say, know your note. And then second, that you got this and that you can dream as big as you want and that you can do anything you set your mind to and that you will achieve all of the dreams that you have in your spirit. That just gave me goosebumps as you were saying it only because to hear your story is so wonderful. Now, if people are interested in listening to your music and finding you on social media, how can they do so? Everything is available on all streaming platforms. Sparkle's available right now on all streaming platforms. And then Oh Say Can You See drops May 19th. And that will also be on all streaming platforms. You can possibly hear me in your local Walmart as Sparkle will be playing on the radio on Cumulus. And um, you can also ask Alexa to play Harper Grace in your kitchen. <laughs> 
I love it. Hyper, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, giving us all this great information. And thank you for sharing your vulnerable side with everyone, only because it's people like you that make a difference for those kids that are struggling with some bullying. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Make sure that you check out Harper Grace anywhere you like to download and listen to your music only because her music is so inspirational. And now that you know the story behind it, you'll have that personal connection to it. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we've got more of the show. So stay tuned. Good morning, It's that time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you like to get out there and enjoy the trails on your bike, well, it's really important that you keep your head nice and safe. And so right now, I've got the Giro Manifest Spherical in front of me. Now, this helmet has some fancy new technology. The spherical part is progressive layering with dual-density liners to address high and low impact speed. So you can see as I wiggle the top of the helmet, it is fully moving. Now, this helmet also comes equipped with MIPS which stands for Multi-Directional Impact Protection System, which keeps your brain just extra safe when you're out there riding. And if you do happen to have one of those accidents, well, then it will help you stay nice and safe. This helmet has a lot of really nice features. It has the wind tunnel ventilation on it, making it so that you stay cool when you're out there enjoying your nice ride. So I'm going to flip this helmet right around to the front so you can see all of those nice wind tunnel vents. Now, another great feature of this helmet is it has a movable visor that way you can protect yourself from the sun as needed in any direction. Now, another great feature of this helmet is if you're right in between sizes, don't worry. It has an adjustable fit in the back, making it nice and convenient for you to get this helmet on your head to fit any shape. Now, you can check out this helmet at Sun and Ski Sports. Now, they have so many convenient locations, or you can shop online at their website at sunandski.com. That way you can keep yourself nice and safe out there on the trails. We want to thank them so so much for bringing you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch. 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. I'm Clinton Griffiths, the host of Ag Day Television. Get the latest news about crops, livestock, rural living, and so much more from our award-winning team. Follow the food you eat from the field to the store to your table every day. Because what's happening on the farm matters to you and your family. Watch Ag Day, weekdays. Hi, it's Maddie from TV8Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on Channel 92? Because we're always bringing you more Good Morning Vale every day from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. More Good Day Vale, two back-to-back -back episodes daily at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. More news segments and shows highlighting our local community. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or on our website at TV8Vale.com. Good morning, Bill! 
Hi, everyone. Welcome to Covered Bridge on TV8. My name is Kim Fuller, and I'm the co-founder of Jot Media Collective out of Westvale and the editor-in-chief of Covered Bridge magazine. And I'm Bobby LaRue, the other co-owner of Jot Media Collective and the director of partnerships. Uh, today we have such a great person to talk with. Her name is Maddie Rhodes. She is a lovely local here who uh, wrote a fantastic article for the upcoming issue of Covered Bridge magazine. Welcome, Maddie. Thank you. Maddie, tell us a little bit about your experience with writing and you know, also starting to in integrate that into your work as a teacher here in the Valley. Um, yeah, so I started writing um, in college and then kind of took a heavy break mm -hmm. after college and worked in a few different fields. Mm -hmm. And... Um, but felt, felt the draw back to it. So ended up going to graduate school for creative writing, um, which I just finished in December. And um, as a part of my thesis, I wrote this um, essay about a hike that I did with um, one of our mutual friends this summer. And um, we, we hiked the Halo Ridge Loop. Um, for anyone who's familiar with that, it goes up Holy Cross and then across this ridge down Notch. So pretty long, quite arduous, mm -hmm. um, and unpredictable, <laughs> and um, yeah, wrote a, a lot of other essays in that collection as well, but um, yeah, now I'm, I'm teaching English in the Valley for high schoolers. Great. Well, yeah, you know, Maddie had sent some of her writing over to the editors at Covered Bridge, and our theme for the summer and fall 2023 issue is journey. Um, this just, when, when I read this out loud, we were, I think Bobby and I were on a road trip somewhere coming back from something and we were both like, wow, this, this, is, this needs to be in print and especially with all the wonderful photos you took. Um, so the title of this feature is Lessons from the Journey, Reflections from a Humbling Day on the Halo Ridge Loop. And I'm going to read um, a, a little segment of your, your amazing essay, your amazing piece. On a July day last year, my friend Marissa and I set out to conquer the Halo Ridge Loop in Holy Cross Wilderness. When she first sent me the route on all trails, I responded, let's do it. <laughs> My zealousness to summit Holy Cross and Notch in one day overcame the concerns I should have had about the terrain and our preparedness. Preparedness. Yeah. Maddie, tell us about this. And this really kind of sums up your piece, but... There's a lot more to the story than that, right? Yeah, I think it also kind of sums me up as a person. Mm. Um, anyone who knows me well knows that I just, I'm pretty willing to say yes to a lot of um, adventurous situations, often without knowing exactly what I'm getting myself into. Um, but I approach them with the can-do attitude. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then sometimes reap well oftentimes reap rewards mm -hmm. um and sometimes suffer some consequences <laughs> so yeah on this particular day um you know we had a great great beginning just a lot of enthusiasm with a 3 30 a.m wake up you know some mm -hmm. granola bars or whatever was freezing and i think we did this in oh it was july yeah we did it in july and um we the night before we had talked about um fastest known times so we're like, oh, I wonder, you know, if, if anybody has the fastest known time for this route. And there are a couple of, maybe two or three times for males, but none for females. So we're like, great. No matter how long it takes us to do this, we will get the FKT, which is awesome. 
So, um, and we were both runners training for big races. Marissa was training for a Leadville 100 bike race, um, and I was training for a marathon and a 50K um, for running in the fall. So we were both, like, pretty fit at this point, like, ready to do something big. Um, and we thought this was a trail that we could run a lot of. So we hike up the Holy Cross part, get to the top. Everything's going smoothly. You know, a little bit of altitude sickness, but it goes away. We're fine. So we have some snacks, take a little break, you know, admire the wildflowers, and just, it's a beautiful day. And then we notice one cloud, and we're like, okay, not looking great, but it's small. It'll probably go away. We're just going to keep trucking along, maybe cut our planned breaks a little shorter, um, and keep an eye on that cloud. So we go start down, go up the next ridge, and every time we go down and up, down and up, where we keep thinking, oh, the next ridge, it's going to get flat. It's going to get flat, and it's going to get runnable, right? It never did. It was We were <laughs> bouldering, basically, for six hours over huge talus that was not stable and extremely dangerous. Like, we were not prepared for that, nor were we really capable of that type of terrain. Um, so very sketchy conditions. Um, and then we ended up making it to the notch cabin. And then as soon as we, we looked around, exited, thunderclap. We're like, oh my gosh, we got to get out of here. So then we ran down the entire notch side. So we got a little bit of a run in, um, but it wasn't pleasant. We were very tired, very sore at that point, And um, we were just scared that we were going to get stuck in a thunderstorm, mm -hmm. um, which everyone knows is super dangerous. So um, yeah, that was kind of a quick summary of the day. So you brought up a couple things there. Um, your willingness to do and go, right? Yeah. And how that sometimes really leads to some really great rewards. Um, but this situation potentially could have gotten bad, right? So on your next big trip or your next big adventure that someone asks you to go on, um, or one of your students talks to you about their next big trip, what would be some advice or what would be some ways that you could prepare a little bit more possibly for those potentials or the outcome that you want of always reaping the rewards for some of these big yeses that you do. Yeah. I've, I mean, here, obviously always check the weather and know that, you know, we get afternoon thunderstorms. So prepare for those and like plan to be done with your activity at noon or one. That's just the safest way to do summer activities here, in my opinion. And that's what we, my parents and my, you know, brother and I did growing up. But the past few summers have been crazy with our drought. We haven't really had those like afternoon thunderstorms. Thankfully, we're starting to have them again. But, um, but yeah, plan for them. You know, because you never know when you're going to have them and when you're not going to have them. And oftentimes, they don't necessarily show up in the forecast. Um, and it's funny that y'all's issue is called journeys because the class that I taught this fall to some juniors was called journeys. And one of our main text that we looked at was um, John Krakauer's Into the Wild, where he tells the story of Chris McCandless, who, you know, dives into a transcendental lifestyle and fully just, like, sheds materialism and capitalism and goes and lives alone in Alaska. And that's major oversimplification of the book. Um, anyone who has read it would know that. But, um, you know, we talked a lot about the journey that Chris was on and the things that he was searching for. 
Um, and Krakauer weaves in other adventurers into the story to kind of compare and contrast these other adventurous, you know, transcendentalist people from our present time to Chris. And it was so interesting that often these people are in environments very similar to ours, but they're encountering drought and thunderstorms and crazy weather events, and these are the things that are are often killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unpreparedness at the end of the day. So, you know, no matter how much experience you have, you have to always just not get cocky and not, you know, let, yeah, just you keep the perspective that, like, you don't know what's going to happen out there, you know, and be prepared for what could happen. Like, the worst situation, it sounds a little bit morbid, <coughs> but be prepared for the worst. And, um, yeah, we talked a lot about, like, our, my students' stories. You know, what, has, what have you experienced out in the wilderness? And, um, you know, what stories have you heard about locally when things have gone wrong? And how, how can we do things differently and prepare better so that we don't encounter those situations when, when we go out into the wilderness, into the backcountry? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I really, what I loved, what, um, when, you know, your piece all came together because you did cut it down. For covered bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And the original is super long. I think it was something like four or 5,000 words, <laughs> yeah. which is wonderful for, you know, a short book or... A thesis. A thesis. Yeah, right. Um, you know, our features were usually right around 1,200 to 1,500, so I tasked Maddie with cutting it down, and she did a wonderful job. And what I was um, most impressed with as well was how you wove you know, literature and history into this piece on, you know, your experience of... So being out there, being out there that day, and then looking into some of the history around Holy Cross and the area, <coughs> as well as um, Thoreau, Krakauer, some of these um, ama- you know, amazing writers that have touched on topics like this. And talk to me a little bit about that. Talk to us and the, and the audience about that process of creating a piece that wove all of that together. Yeah, so that's one of the things, my concentration in graduate school was creative nonfiction, which most people don't really know much about, but it's true, well, there's a website, a publication called Creative Nonfiction, and their definition is true stories well told. Mm-hmm. I love that definition because mm-hmm. it's it sums it up very succinctly. So mm-hmm. creative nonfiction is a true story that's told in a creative way. Um, so it, you know, you weave in, like in my in my piece, I wove in local history that people might not be aware of, and you know it's relevant to my story. So it's not just what happened to me on this day, um, but I use imagery and I use history and I just synthesize all of these things together to create something that's new and true, um, but different. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're not familiar with creative nonfiction, please Google it. It's great. Um, but with I've always had this fascination with Gilman and, um, you know, the history of our valley. Mm-hmm. And so when Marissa sent me this trail, I saw that it went to over notch. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this, you know, this has been on my list of things to do for a long time. Go up on notch, see the view to Gilman from up there and just, like, kind of absorb what it would be like to make that trek back in, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s. Like, mm-hmm. that is crazy to me that they were doing this 
with none of the supplies or the equipment that we have now that make it easy. And, um, and not even like the same trails that make it easy. So um, yeah, I, that was part of the draw to doing this hike in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like it was a necessity to, to weave all of that in. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's not, I don't know, like my writing, it's not just about me. It's not interesting if it's only about me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. only interesting if you make it more global and more mm-hmm. tangible to a, commu- a broader community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you did a phenomenal job. And for those who haven't yet read this article, definitely pick up a summer and fall issue of Covered Bridge magazine. And you can also read, read the article online. But any closing questions for Maddie, Bobby? No, I think it, it's, uh, it's been great to have you on. But it's, it's super unique how you, know, you go on this really crazy experience and it prompts you to write. And I think that's that's what's cool about this is like any experience can be something that allows you to put pen to paper, mm-hmm. and and that's really where storytelling starts, right? And I yeah. think that's something you would probably say to your students too. It's like just write it down, right? And like just oh, get yes. it out, right? <laughs> yeah, I tell that to my students all the time. Mm-hmm. Put it pen to paper. It doesn't matter if it's good, if it's bad, if it's incomplete sentences, complete sentences, bullet points. Just make notes because you never know when they might come in handy. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for inspiring us to be prepared when we, you know, do big trips, but also, you know, things do happen and they create great stories. So, um, yeah, lessons from the journey, reflections from a humbling day on the Halo Ridge Loop by Maddie Rhodes. It's a feature in Covered Bridge this summer and fall. Thank you so much for being here, Maddie. Thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best-performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Good morning, Bill. 
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take one final look at that local weather forecast for today. 49 degrees first thing this morning, high of 69 throughout the course of today. 25% chance of precipitation, partly cloudy skies, with winds coming out of the west-southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour throughout the course of today. Now as we take a look at Vale by the hour, you can see beautiful sunshine, mostly sunny skies first thing this morning. Co cloud coverage slowly increasing throughout the course of today. That high settling in between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver definitely warmer, but we are expecting some precipitation down there. 78 degrees in Denver with a 50% chance of moisture, 69 in Vail with a 25% chance of precipitation, 72 in Avon with a 20% chance of moisture, 75 in Eagle. Now, if you were on those roadways at all yesterday, you saw quite a bit of standing water, so just be cautious of that as we are expecting some precipitation as we make our way east of Eagle. Now, as we take a look at at Vail overnight tonight. Temperatures are cooling down. 40 degrees is our overnight low. 10% chance of precipitation. We will see that sunset at 8.32 p.m. Winds coming out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, we are expecting to see some sunshine tomorrow, but we will see a 20% chance of precipitation. 40% chance on Saturday, 50% chance starting on Sunday, continuing into Tuesday. We will see those temperatures sit into the low 70s, drop down just a little bit, and then we will see them move into the 60s. So if you are making your way out there throughout the course of this weekend for the GoPro Mountain Games, just be prepared for those temperatures to be a little bit cooler out there than we've seen in years past, and especially compared to what we saw out there last year. We want to thank you so much for tuning into your Thursday edition of Good Morning Vale. We love getting to be here each and every morning to bring you some great information about what's taking place in and around our community. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow because we'll be live from the GoPro Mountain Games in Vale Village, which is always a ton of fun. Now get out there, have a great day, and soak up that sunshine that we're expecting to see. Are you looking for exciting?